0: The following episode is brought to you by Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katska, Jessica Smith, Irene Villarito, Laura Pickren, Eric Whitman, Devious Pop-Tart, Elizabeth Clark, Danielle Bramhall-Smith, Andy Dossett, Natasha Rowlerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, Charles Compton, Edvar Tharnoff, Dustin Troop, Rebecca Miller, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, along with all of our generous patrons. Correctly with the correct D20 Radio,
1: your gamers roll. ww.d20radio.com oh.
0: Welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy.
1: I'm Jeff.
0: And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time?
1: We got approached by Vigo to do it a job for him. And, and I think he Phillip, was just the worst. I think <laughs> Philip has more to say about that part. <laughs> um,
0: yes, Vigo made it clear in no uncertain terms that unlike Grum, he will not put up with Eris's, uh quirks. But yeah, you all got a job. You elected to tackle the various objectives of the job. So yeah, you all have your different objectives that you're splitting up to go accomplish with Hob, Sigil, and Calf going to the loading area to secure the vehicle and the storage container the thing is in. Um, Eris and Milo going to the middle to definitely deal with the Shipping manifest, and additionally, probably the, the scrying spell thing. And then Reynard and Sana are going to the fancy dress potty.
1: Uh quick point of order. Um The scrying spell probably needs to be dealt with before we go taking off with the transport, right? Because that's what the scrying spell is doing is It's showing the
0: inside of that storage container. So don't so, you get a
1: sense of location with scrying as well, or am I crazy?
0: Well, it's more of with this particular kind of deal. Just a live feed? Yeah, like if you all got too far away, the feed would cut out. Mm-hmm. But then uh, if somebody managed to reconnect it and the Boromar clan were in there unloading the thing, then they would be spotted. So, Okay. Okay, so the way we're going to do this is we're just going to cut to, we're going to have each of you roll for the different approaches that you decided you wanted to take. And uh, and we'll see how your situation is going as you enter the place uh, based on that roll. Uh, for those of you who play a bunch of different tabletop role-playing games, you may notice that we are borrowing heavily from the Blades in the Dark system and kind of borrowing some of their mechanics. For this uh, this session. So if you want to ask about it, that would be a great reviewed question. So, yeah. OK, um, so top level, Reynard, you are using your connections in the uh, in the upper echelons of the city to to secure an invitation. So yes. since you have these connections and they're genuine, you're not having to lie to anybody. Uh, I would allow for a charm check to just kind of talk talk to the right people um, to get it. And since sauna is also from this part of the city, you will get a boost die. This is a fairly exclusive event, so it's not an easy thing to just get an invitation for. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be a hard check. So three purple um, and I'm going to use a story point to upgrade it. Okay. Um. Well, I believe I will use a story
2: point as well, because I don't think we need to fail this one.
0: <laughs> okay. So, and like I said, if you fail the check, that doesn't mean you don't get into the place. It just means that your situation is not as good as it potentially could be. So, yeah. um. so we have an upgrade on your side, an upgrade on my side. Uh, difficulty is two purple, one red. So, and you have a boost die coming your way. For sauna's help, so go ahead.
2: Okay. Oh,
0: what? That's one success, one threat, a triumph, and a despair. What? Excellent. <laughs> um, no, it's not. <laughs> Man, we're hitting all the big ones today. I love it. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Swing, swing for the fences. That's the third triumph in this session already. Um. Okay. So, radar you are able to secure an invitation. To the party. Uh, you actually tap because you through talking with Kipling at the last party, mm-hmm. you know that he started working his way up through another organization and he might have some connections to get you in. And it turns out he does. So he was able to get you an invitation to to this event. Uh the threat is that uh rather than have it having strain or something I uh, you have to come with Kipling like he's like, yeah 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 I can get you in. I I have a certain amount of people that I can bring with me and so if you and that mouse lady from the party want to come huh ah, mm. I saw you talking to her
3: <laughs> Yes Verla
0: so if you want to bring somebody with you uh, I I could accommodate that as well so but yeah I can get you. In. Okay, so we're, we'll do the establishing action of you getting into the party once we have all the other roles done. So, um, middle level, we are trying to stealth our way in. Are we not going to do my triumph and despair? Oh, I guess we can resolve that. Yeah, <laughs> go. <laughs> bah, pish posh. <laughs> well, the despair I want to reveal is part of okay. the establishment, like once you walk in. So I'll hold on to that until we do the broad action. But if you would like to declare what your triumph is used for, go for it.
2: So right now, it's or if somebody like, else. Is, is it looking like Sauna's not going to be able to get in?
0: No, sauna will be able to. Kipling was just saying, like, you can bring a plus one and that's the last person he saw you talking to. But oh. you can bring sauna. You don't have to bring Verla with you. Oh, OK, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, "Yeah, this is the one under the mouse mask." Um, <laughs> uh, then I'll just hang on to my triumph until I need it. Does that sound
0: good? Um, normally you can't do that. You can't stash a triumph. If you're doing it, I can do it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not stashing it. I've used my despair. It'll just be part of my description of the situation. Okay. But it has been spent. Um.
2: Well, geez, I don't know. I don't really know how to spend a triumph right now. Um,
0: um, you could say if you have an
3: idea, go for it. Um,
2: I was gonna say, could the, could he reveal even just like a hint of information of something that would make it something I could relay to make it easier for one of the other teams? <clears throat> Oh, would he know something like, um, that
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, we could, yeah, you can essentially mechanically pass an upgrade to their check to, to establish. But, uh, yeah, let's say he, as, as you all are talking, cause Kipling has a tendency to ramble as we've seen. Um, he starts talking about his date. The, um, the sheep woman, uh, from the party actually works at the venue and mention that uh so much power is having to be diverted to the the projection of this thing that uh the security system is actually down for the night. So we can get wild and crazy and there's no surveillance. That's kind of the context that he takes it in. Okay. Um so uh Eris and Milo will have an upgrade on their check to sneak in. So um once again, it's going to be three purple difficulty. You have an upgrade coming your way. Uh, uh, I would like to burn my street habits talent. Okay. Uh,
4: to have to say that um, Gers, my buddy in the tyrants, has, because since the tyrants presumably keep a large stash of costumes and disguises, has stashed us a duffel bag with a couple of maintenance uniforms.
0: Okay.
5: So that puts it so to that, a very easy check.
0: I, I will give you two boost die for having the uniforms cool. uh, needed. So um, so what is uh, Eris's pool for stealth? What does that look like? Two green. Okay, Milo? Uh,
5: Milo's is
3: a yellow and one green.
4: Okay. so You should roll.
3: Okay, Milo, go for it.
0: Okay, one success, one advantage. So you all manage to, um, y- you succeed on your check. Um, the one advantage, um, would you all like to pass a boost die on to the next check, which would be Hobbs, or, um, you all could, um,
4: I feel like if Hob is trying to lie his way in, we should give him all the assistance that we are able yeah.
0: to. <laughs> okay. Okay, Hob. Um so you're trying to create a distraction to draw the guards away. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, let's go and roll and then we can based on the check determine what that looks like. So, this is going to be a deception check.
1: Okay, here is the only thing I uh, suck at that. No, um, <laughs> here's the only thing. I, would, I think Hobb would be better served being a spectacle distraction and having one of the other two try to convince the cops or the security they need to go and look into it. Reason being, Hobb's bigger and scarier looking, and if he doesn't do the direct deception, he knows that he, for some reason, is able to... People who say stuff around him when he's around always tend to have better outcomes than they do otherwise. I'm talking about Loom. Mm-hmm. So, does that make sense? That it, rather than, but I know you want me to roll. That's the other thing you don't want for yeah like, Sigil or Cath to do that. So, never mind everything I just said. <laughs> I guess. So let me just roll um, Deception then. Okay.
0: <laughs> so because of Sigil's uh, and Kath's presence to assist you. You'll get a boost die for each of them, and you have a boost die passed from the advantage on the previous roll. So that's three boost die towards your check. There's a three purple difficulty. You could use a story point to upgrade if you like.
1: Um, I have to, because I only have two green. If it's a three purple difficulty, I have to.
3: I have that upgrade for you. Okay. I did not. Okay.
0: Okay, one failure, two advantage, okay, um, and the two advantage what I would say you could use the two advantage for since we don't have an an easy role to just pass it pass it along to, um essentially they the guards are not going to fall for your deception in such a way to where you all can get past them. They're basically going to come straight for you all, um, but the two advantage I will say that you all are not caught unawares by this. You see them approaching and are very prepared for, uh, how many, what,
1: how many are them? I, I still don't have a clear idea of what we're up against here. There,
0: there are, uh, three minion groups of three, three
1: groups of three. Okay. Yes.
0: So nine total guards, but yeah. Okay. Um, so going back up top, uh, real quick, Reynard and Sana. Uh, You all are dressed to the nines. Um, Sana has a very flashy, uh, bright sky blue gown on as uh, you all walk in next to Kipling and uh, his date. And you uh, kind of look around as Kipling is talking nonstop. But thankfully, the the drum of the party manages to drown him out a little bit. As you and Sana look around and you spot somebody, Reynard, that uh that you you recognize because they stand a head and shoulder above the rest of the crowd and just as wide as you see whoever the giant person was that you later learned their name was uh Salman Calloway, uh standing in the party mm. uh talking. But that's not the despair because oh, that good. Uh, that was going to happen either way. And they don't know your face from Adam. Uh, you see Norsen Millhatch also mingling in the party, wearing a suit. And you know that Norsen does know your face from the job. So. um, So, yeah, that's what you see. But you're in the party. None of the security or anybody has any kind of suspicion on you. Um, but Kipling is there drawing some attention. Uh, and yeah, Sana kind of, she's on your arm and she leans in and says, so, um,
3: what's the play?
2: Wait, was Sana on that job? She wasn't there. No. Okay. No. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Um, well, there's been a small turn of events. Um, (laughs) there is someone here who probably should not see me Uh, if we could avoid them that would be good Um, but definitely well it's the you see the very large individual Uh, the one near him, the smaller one the one that looks intelligent (laughs) (laughs) ah
0: Yes. The, so. the red-headed one, which Norsen does have red hair. Cool, because I didn't know. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, yes, that one. So if we j- just keep your eyes on them, I'm going to uh, keep my eyes away from them.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll keep an eye and keep them away from you. Um, so we need to find out where this prima fit guy is. Yes. Uh, since that's our target.
2: Well, I guess I should so, ask Kipling and see if he knows.
3: All right, I'm going to go to the bar.
2: Well, how the tides have turned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I'm just, I'm going to find people in a state that you're normally in to see if their loose lips will let information slip. So, and she pats you on the shoulder and takes off across the party. Okay. Um, so you're going to try to talk to Kipling to see if, uh, so give me a leadership check because you're trying to herd cats. Like Kipling is there, he's ready to party and you're like, okay, I need you to focus Mm -hmm. so I know who to go after. So, um, this is going to be a, a two purple difficulty. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, but because and you know this from your uh your days when you were his running buddy, Kipling did pregame a little bit, so he's already a little uh a little loose, so that's gonna be one setback die because he's a little drunk. So All right.
3: Here we go. Go for it. <clears throat> hmm. One advantage. So
2: yeah, Kipling uh what do you what do you say to him? <clears throat> Um, Kipling, uh, you're always so good at knowing these things. Uh, Could you point out our host to me?
0: Oh, why do you need to know about our host? There's there's people with drinks walking around. Let's get drinks. Yes, I just forget the host. The hosts are always boring and stodgy. I'd like to thank them. You know, I am. Well, thank me for the invitation by coming to have a drink with me. Come on, let's do it like old days.
2: Well, one drink,
0: okay, cut down to the next level. um so aris and Milo, you all succeeded on your check with an advantage, so you all have the so are the outfits that you procured? are they security? are they like maintenance workers what what I assume they were maintenance want? maintenance okay, so you all uh enter uh through the security checkpoint. Um, for the like underbelly of this event, um, which means that no flashe,t um,
4: I don't have like a bag for,
0: um, they... I mean they pushing would... pushing a cart with a box. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, you you all are getting in. You you get into the area. And the, the first thing, one of the security guards, as you're in, like walking through down the hallway, one of them is sitting there with their feet kicked up. They go, what's in the box? Tools,
4: equipment. Which there definitely are some tools and equipment in here.
0: It's, yes, it's- but <laughs> you're also <laughs> deception by omission because you don't say gun. Um, well, sure. No, I I was
4: I was going to ask, can I roll skullduggery and say that she has okay. actually like attempted yeah. to conceal
0: the thing? Not totally. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be two purple difficulty. Um, Milo, are you saying anything to try and assist or anything like that?
5: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'm assuming they're going to pat us down. Is that what's about to happen?
0: Probably. Okay, I mean, this and, guy and, seems lazy. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm go, I'm,
5: Milo's going to make small talking talk. about the game last night. <laughs> keep, keep talking to him while he's trying to do his job, you know. as you know, We're maintenance okay. workers, you know, of course we have our, our tools and et cetera. Hey, what about the, the gala upstairs? What's up okay. with that?
0: Go ahead and uh, you'll get a boost die for Milo's assistance. All right. So go ahead and roll.
3: Ah, Oh, my! What? what? That's ridiculous.
0: So Uh one failure, five advantage. So, um, so, okay. Um, so yeah, you all are in the facility at this point, but this, the security guard has stopped you and he, he's talking with you, Milo and kind of nodding along. um, and it's providing a certain level of distraction. Um, but he has a a divination rod of some sort that he's mm. scanning over the box and a rune glows on it and says, uh, you got a, a bound elemental in here? Okay. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, uh, sorry. Based on the security level tonight, we can't have any bound elementals, you know, if if the thing cracks, then they go nuts. So um yeah, if you just want to take that out and check it in or leave the box behind, uh whatever, but I, I can't let you take the, the elemental any further in. Oh, uh yeah.
4: Sorry. Um from a different job I forgot all about it. Uh yeah, I'll um I'll run it back out.
0: What would you like to do with 5 advantage? Gosh. Um, that's so
4: much advantage.
0: Now, just just for the sake of of painting the correct picture on how these checks can go, um and granted it wouldn't have made a difference in this instance probably. Um but like the check that you could have made with skull degree there could have been uh, during our planning yesterday, I right. bribed mm-hmm. the guard down here sure, or sure. something. So so it doesn't um, all have to be checks in the moment. He
4: is distracted. Yeah. And he is going to forget to actually frisk us. Okay. Meaning he will not discover, he will not notice Milo's wand or the collapsible hand crossbow that Eris has stuffed into the back of her belt.
3: Ye-
0: Flip a story point. <laughs> okay, sure, fine.
4: <laughs> so many advantages. I was like, I'm just I'm, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. No, the, the the no no frisking thing. Absolutely sure. Um, manifesting a, a weapon out of thin air. Uh, we can do that in conjunction with the story point. Sure. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, we'll take it back out.
4: Eris will stash the Fletcher in the storage compartment under the the sort of center bench on Tasha's deck. Okay. Um.
0: And then, and Milo, back you up. just stay there, continuing to distract him. Yes. Uh, as, Eris reapproaches, and Eris, uh, as you like, as Eris walks away, Milo's like, "Yeah, you know the the upper crust folk like to get together and uh, compare compare the size of their gold." Um, so, but means more work for us, right? And he gives you a little punch on the
3: arm.
5: Better than the top of my head.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, and then Aris, you uh, you approach, and he says, "All right," uh, and he scans the box again just to double check. No elementals. All right, y'all are good to go through.
3: And uh, you have a great evening.
0: You too. Um. Okay. Uh. Down low yeah all right uh so hob
1: d- describe to me what type of distraction you were going for okay i don't know honestly since i failed <laughs> i I almost was like, i don't know that it matters what they were going for i think all that matters is what it looked like was two of us were harassing the third i don't know which direction it went uh but i i, I feel like that's got to be just it looks just like three misfit idiots okay. getting in a fight <laughs> And one of one of those groups, I guess, feels like they have to address it somehow.
0: Okay, so, yeah, here here's how it goes. Uh, Just just for the sake of uh, believability, you you all decided uh, sigil dissection uh, uh, suggested just being logical that you it would look the most believable if you and Kath were bullying them, uh, especially especially given everything going on in the city. Mm -hmm. And you all did not account for. Uh, This gala hired uh, a contingency of Caneth security to guard, which is made up of Warforge. So these all uh, come in uh, not looking to break this up, but rather looking to exact some street justice on these two.
1: What an important thing to have known when I said, what am I looking at? (laughs) You just said nine things, not nine (laughs) Warforged. (laughs) because it wasn't part of
0: the fiction yet jeff oh. <laughs> that's how this game works <laughs> i
1: forgot about my conditional eyeballs that so only see things that have been mentioned in in the text
0: i didn't to be fair i did not describe their race in their initial description no you didn't no, you um
1: didn't. so okay so we go in but we do go into it knowing that we're about to look like we're jumping a warforged in front of nine warforged People who chose to go into the private security business. That's fine. I just want to make sure I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> I guess okay. They, yes. they didn't choose to go into private security, but...
0: um, So, so yeah, these Warforged are approaching and clearly looking to uh, to goof you and Kath up. Are, so, are all of them coming? Um, no, let's say three are staying behind. Okay. So six are coming over to deal with you all. So... I am going to, at this point, now that all three scenes have been established, uh, I am going to have everybody roll initiative, and we will go in structured play order for these various scenes. Um, So everybody go and go to the weapons, talents, and powers tab. And uh, because of... Basically, you all can roll whichever is better, Vigilance or Cool.
5: But so what's better, three green or one yellow? Three, three green. green.
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to have to roll Vigilance because Hob did not expect his plan to go so f- south so fast, which he should by this point.
0: Okay, so when you're looking at the initiative tracker in roll 20, if it's NPC with an asterisk in front of it, that is an allied NPC slot. Okay. So um so kind of how we talked about last time um i will primarily control them but if there's an action especially in this kind of structure where it's it's very contained if there's a an action that you would like for them to take um then make that known and if you want to spend a story point uh feel free so first up is a pc slot so for the sake of clarity here um Hob, Kath, and Sichel are in combat initiative, um, whereas Eris and Milo and Reynard and Sana, just your initiative slot will mean we we engage with your scene and your action to further progress the job kind of thing. Okay? I think that our combatants should have the opportunity to go first, since that will most benefit
4: us as a group if they can end that quickly. Okay. So, Hob, that means you are up first. <clears throat> okay. Um
1: Okay, so I mean at this point the six warforged are up on us now.
0: So they're approaching you, and uh they're they're wielding just very standard issue can of swords, and one of them kind of taps the sharp end of their sword into the metal palm of their hand and says think you can just rough up Warforged without zero consequences, (laughs) that's going to be changing real soon,
1: starting Uh, with you. No, see, I I think I can be roughing up Warforged with zero consequences. That's clearly what I think. And then,
3: okay, I'm being menaced now, so... I'm going to punch... I'm just trying to figure out my new. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's what I want to do. I want to go ahead. Uh,
1: Crunch, crunchy question. If I use my new skill. That allows me to increase my own difficulty, but give two strain every time anybody wants to do something. Does that only apply to one member of a minion group or does that cross apply to all three?
0: the minion group only have one pool so it would apply to the group as a whole
1: now i can't remember how we do this they only have they only count as one turn also so it would just be two strain every time the group went not two strain yes. each time any of them did anything cuz they would just pass and, out so fast
0: <laughs> and uh minions don't have a strain threshold so it automatically gets converted to wounds
1: so Which okay is awesome. let's yeah let's do it let's uh so whatever the difficulty is, go ahead and and raise it up by one, um, and I'm going to try to use my new fun talent. Increase the difficulty or upgrade the difficulty. Uh, let me double check. I've still got it up here. When my character makes a combat check, I may voluntarily increase the difficulty. Okay. okay.
0: So it's three purple instead of two. Uh huh. Um, would you like to?
1: No, I don't need to spend a story point to upgrade. If I'm brawling against three purple, uh, you can. Would you aim. like to aim? I am... Yes, that's a good point. I always forget to do that. I would like to use my maneuver to aim, and I would like to successfully hit them. Is there anything we can do to make that happen? Uh, (laughs) Aiming aiming is, in fact, the thing you can do. I guess we've done it then. All right. (laughs) One success. (laughs) You know what, though? That's all I needed. The the success triggers the painful blow. So Mm -hmm. I think...
3: Okay, this is this is a this is a fully on flavor.
1: Can I take the hand, like instead of just hauling off and doing a punch, I want to come up underneath the hand that's holding the hilt of the sword, just right into his face with his own hilt of his own sword. Just, okay, I feel like that's a really good uh, opening salvo that would also narratively make the strain thing happen.
0: Yeah. And so, with your new cestus, I believe that's
1: six damage total. Um, I think that's right. I haven't even looked on my character series. Two
0: plus brawn. Yeah, so seven damage because your base is six. Then, so oh, and uh,
1: I, don't I get an automatic advantage with my new cestus? Early. Yeah. Oh, okay, great.
0: So one success, one advantage uh, is the actual role because of the superior nature of your cestus. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one that's yeah. that's patting their sword uh you come up and just jack the hilt up and it just clanks into uh their faceplate and kind of scratches the ghoulra on their their forehead as it th- they collapse back uh onto the ground as the other uh security kind of start at their their comrade just dropping uh like a like a sack of armor so yeah you've taken them out um it is now an allied NPC. So it could be Cath in the combat. It could be sauna up top, or it could be Sigil doing something.
1: I vote
3: Cath
0: so, personally.
1: Yeah, I, 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 my thought is everything is important, but we have an immediate... We're not getting paid to beat these guys up. We're getting paid for the thing that might take time that we do mm-hmm. after we yeah. beat these guys up. So let's get them done. So I think, I think let's use Cath as well.
0: Okay. Uh, so Cath's uh brawl is two yellow, one green, and she's gonna aim with a blue. Does she get anything from the new fancy thing that you gave her, the uh, new Eris? weapon?
4: Yes. Um, I don't know that it will be an improvement over whatever she had. I don't know if she was using any brawl weapon before. Um, nope. I'd say just her fist. It has a plus one damage. Okay. And a crit of three. Uh, It is also defensive one, so.
3: Oh. Okay.
0: Noted. Um, Okay, so uh, this is her pool. Roll one success, one advantage. So that is going to be uh, five total damage. Uh, She goes after the same group that you did, Hob, Mm -hmm. just focus firing. Mm -hmm. And as one of them kind of starts back, uh, as you bang the hilt into this uh one warforge's face she kind of circles around behind you and just as the other one collapsed down she jumps over his body as he's falling into a superman punch into the side of the head of one of the concerned warforge and uh they don't get completely knocked out they're down on a knee but Mm -hmm. she clearly rang
1: their bell with that that hit so yeah never mind i had a thought i'll propose it next the next player uh Ally NPC, maybe. Go ahead. Well, we are
0: on an allied NPC turn, in fact.
1: If I may, just go ahead and do a little bit more down in my area. What if Sigil... What if Sigil sees an opportunity to get closer to the transport to kind of scope it out, and he runs... They run, pardon me, they run um, under the guise of seeking protection to the third set of Warforged that haven't come off the transport yet.
3: Hmm. Okay.
1: And that could just be... Now, if, if 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 we can do more to, to justify a full turn as opposed to them just running and using a maneuver, if they can say something to and use their charm or deception or whatever it is that they have the best of, obviously they're not gonna be able to get inside of it, but get like up against it, like really look at it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So uh yeah, sigil can absolutely attempt this. Uh, they don't have any ranks in Deception, which I feel like is what this would be. Uh,
1: there's, but, no, there's
0: not a pity role, is there? <laughs> <laughs> but given uh, the circumstances and the fight going on and kind of the the pretense that you all established it being, uh, I will throw a boost die into the, the check and it's going to be two purple difficulty. Uh, but Sigil's flaw is that they are to a fault very timid so throwing them into this situation saying go lie they're gonna have a setback die because they stammer they 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 have a hard time dealing
1: with stuff like this so mm. um, and, 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 unless you think it's totally out of their character i think i would like to say that they thought of this on their own because they're bright yeah like, yeah i wasn't but I wasn't one of us saying go lie but i'm with you. no yeah. it would still be difficult yes
0: yes uh it, Um, There have been plenty of things that I've known I needed to do that I was still apprehensive (laughs) to do. Absolutely. I just um, wanted to make
1: it clear that this was not some Hobb plan. This was Sigil seeing the situation going, oh, I have an idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, Would you all like them to spend a story point or no?
1: I don't feel like the outcome is perilous enough to require flipping a story point. It's because it's either they believe him, believe them, or they don't believe them, but they still aren't going to turn them away after they've been menaced two failure three advantage so sigil takes off uh, away
0: from the fighting and sigil runs up to this group and then realizes that they have to talk in order for anything to happen here and so sigil goes hi um i was being uh, attacked back there i don't know if you saw that or not uh probably since you sent your comrades over there but i was wondering if perhaps you had some kind of uh secure location that I could be put into for protection against <laughs> the my my pursuance in case your your compatriots are not up for the task of beating them. I assure you they are very strong and capable. And I and one of the Warforged subs you can just you can hang out here. We, we have a bench over there if you want to sit down and, and wait for us to deal with it. And so just like, okay, thank you. Well, they have other skills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holy so, crap. <laughs> okay. So next up is a regular NPC turn. So let's go ahead and switch things up and cut to, um, we, we have one other NPC in play. Uh Reynard, you're walking around the party, you're having a drink with Kipling, and you see uh Norson mingling in the party, w- walking around looking and uh Kipling like as you're like mid drink like turning away uh to obscure your face, Kipling like smacks you on like the the chest with <laughs> the back of his hand' it's like Reynard Reynard, Reynard, do you that guy? I've worked in that guy's lab before. Like it's crazy the type of stuff that he does. Late one night. <laughs> um, and you were there, Staff. Uh, <laughs> that's the despair. Um uh we should we should go talk to him. I I know him. I could introduce you. He's a great person to know. Um, and Norson is kind of looking your direction. Um, so basically kipling is going to try to get Norson's attention but it's a busy party and stuff and so norsen's going to make a perception check to spot you all uh so he won't instantly like be like oh, you but um this this might be uh him beginning to notice so this is a one green one yellow check mm-hmm. it's Normally, uh, or it's it's too purple, but it's a busy party, lots of people talking, trying to get his attention, so there's a setback die.
2: But that's I a complete also, wash. I also lost a contact, so I'm on the floor now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you duck down, uh, and Norson kind of scans. Uh he sees Kipling. But Kipling's a lab hand. Like, he doesn't give a crap. And so he just acts like he doesn't see Kipling as he continues to scan the party, smiling, shaking hands, kissing babies, that kind of stuff. So uh so yeah. Are there a lot of babies at the gallery? <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, uh we are now to another PC slot. So uh we have Reynard, Eris, or Milo, whoever is uh, whoever would like to act in their respective I mean, scenes. Something just happened in Reynard's scene, so it makes sense to me yeah. narratively
4: that
2: Reynard should go. Yeah. I think Okay. Uh, Unless Trevor I, really doesn't want <laughs> to No, I think Reynard just turns to Kipling and, and just kind of says something like Um. Do you know why
3: why he's here? Oh, this, this, I mean man, I yes.
0: I'm pretty sure he works with the the guy who made the fancy thing that, that we're here to to look at yes, uh, for and the this, demonstration.
2: This fancy thing, people have been so vague about actually saying what it is. Do you know
0: what it is? I, all I've heard is that it's like, you know how a lot of stuff needs an elemental to power it? Like, uh, like they they take an elemental and put it in the dragon shard and then they have, a source of energy for a lot of this stuff.
2: Yes, I believe. Apparently, my this guy talks
0: endlessly about it. <laughs>
2: but...
0: Apparently, this guy has figured out a way to like use magic on the dragon shards that don't require an elemental anymore. So it's like some source of energy that doesn't require elementals. So whatever, boring Harris stuff. Would be super interested in this. <laughs>
4: Maybe Norson's not so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's uh that's that. So Reynard what what would you like to try to do to try and accomplish your goal up here because you need to figure out where Primafit is.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't give you a spelling for those of you taking notes. Uh Primafit is P R I M O F I T. Oh. And the last name Herbin is H-E-R-B-O-N. I definitely heard Furbon.
4: Herbin. Herbin. Otherwise, I was correct. I just
2: heard the first. The whole name just sounds like something a middle-aged lady would sell out of their home. (laughs) Prima Fit Herbin.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely right. Yeah, that is. Prima Fit definitely sounds like a brand. Um, okay, Reynard, so so you need to figure out where they are. Uh-huh. Um, oh, well, I guess... Oh. You could try to make another check on Kipling, you could break away and try to scout around the party a bit. I mean, um, I think, yeah, I think Reynard just
2: turns to Kipling and, and tries to charm him into saying, Could you point out the host to me now?
0: Okay um so that's basically going to be the same check as before two purple one black because kipling's still looking looking forward to partying with you like the good old days you're not around enough anymore reynard come on (laughs) uh and why not i'm going to use a story point uh to upgrade i'm curious does
4: does trevor's or does uh, reynard's old circle not know what happened to him
0: socially we established in the, the cold open that like Reynard just changes the subject any time they ask about it.
2: Mm-hmm. I was debating I don't know. I don't think I need to use a story point. I mean I probably should, but I I <laughs> there's not a huge threat for this discussion right now, so. Okay. Um okay. Besides the giant man and the evil scientist, so
0: <laughs> Only those two things. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, oh! Okay. So that's one failure, one advantage, and another triumph. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. So Kipling is still like he uh as you're saying this, uh one of the the servers walking around walks by and has little small glasses of a dark brown liquid uh in a circle, and Kipling grabs three and hands one to his date and one to use like Come on, I'll show you the host later. We gotta make up for lost time. And he kicks back his drink and ah <clears throat> Woo! Those goblins know how to make a, a hard liquor. Um, okay.
2: Well, for the triumph, <laughs> um can Sana come up behind me and say, Hey,
0: I found him. Um, or, I think yeah, I, I mean, found him. The, the, the next uh, slot is an allied NPC, so we can segue straight into uh sauna having been doing some some work on the background. Uh, and let's say on on her check, you will give her an upgrade to to finalize locating prima fit. Um, with the so, tri- And then
2: can I also send that advantage to her, too?
3: For an upgrade? A boost tie? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, next up is an allied NPC slot. And and of course I take the the shot. (laughs) 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 And and, yes, of course, Reynard (laughs) takes the shot. Um, Okay. So uh, Sana is over at the bar trying to uh, charm uh, drunk gala attendants into uh, letting slip information. Uh so normally her charm check is two yellow and green. Um, and she's gonna get an upgrade and a boost from Reynard's roll. And the difficulty is two purple. But they are drunk, so she'll get another boost die for that fact. Okay, so she's going to roll. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. We win. We win all That's of it.
1: amazing.
0: Sana gets four success, two triumphs.
1: S- Sana is the best of us, apparently. They're currently <laughs> they're currently writing a song for
2: her.
0: I mean around the bar. She's um two triumphs. Uh Jeez. boy. Wow. So uh, these are benefiting you all. So if you all have any thoughts, feel free. Uh
2: uh, our two enemies in the room just die.
1: They just, they just <laughs> down. Someone Saldan. else is here, entirely unrelated, and they are
4: poisoned. They don't,
1: they don't die, but they do both get, like, life-changing diarrhea and have to go <laughs> It's just a spot of dysentery. The organ changing. trail is over. <laughs>
2: what? They lost the organ oh trail. Gosh. <sighs>
1: oh, Now I'm just thinking about what would have to happen. <laughs> life-changing. I don't want to think about that. <laughs>
0: I don't want to. I cursed myself. Um, boy.
2: Was it, wasn't there like a belching wine we drank? Can there be just like an explosive? No. Wine. Okay.
5: <laughs>
2: My um, fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will accept that. <laughs> um,
4: I mean, Norson could be called away. Um, so like I have, one I've, of his lab assistants shows up, and Norson is called away into a corner of the room to deal with a problem
1: i i have a question about this two triumphs is this a extra triumphy triumph or can we do two separate unrelated things with one with each triumph like something happens for norsen and something happens (laughs) for milo and eris uh yeah
0: you could split them up or you could make it i mean I would say Norson getting called to the side of the room is one triumph territory. Like, uh, I or mean, could
2: PrimaFit is that his name? Yeah. Could he actually just be standing
0: next to Sana at the bar and get her next drink? Oh, so like oh. the drunk guy—the drunk guy that she was getting information from—is like, so do you know who PrimaFit is? And he's like. Well, yes, that's me.
1: Yeah, I I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, I I love that.
0: Okay, um, is that yeah. both? You think? Yeah, I would say I think for pre- like both. <laughs> fit to a be drunk and b be right there with her is yeah, uh, to triumph territory. Sure. Um. So, Raynard, you you're looking around the room after having taken that shot and uh you glance <laughs> and i think and i see sauna y- you see sauna <laughs> and uh she's doing like the the carol burnett ear tongue <laughs> like very like as as uh unassuming as possible and so
4: sort
0: of, uh, um, yeah right here, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Flipper wheel. Flipper wheel. <laughs> and you uh you see a very fancy a uh, very fancy human, uh, with, um, with dark skin and very close crop black hair, black hair and a mustache, uh, standing at the bar, smiling, uh, kind of half half lidded. He, he's not about to fall over, but you know he's well beyond buzzed, um, at at sauna, and you see a they're they're dressed very fancily, but they do have. A pack on their belt that seems more it doesn't seem fancy like it's it's very much for utility uh, so you have a pretty clear indication that uh you have your target, okay, nice well, that person seems both primo and fit <laughs> 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 okay. Next PC slot, we have Eris wow. and Milo.
5: Um, I would like to take that if Philip's okay go with for that. It. Go for it. Um, but before we go further in Eris, I would I would like to go ahead and, and put a barrier on you if that's okay.
4: Um, sure. If if you you think we need it.
5: Well, just, you know, I, I like to be, I like to be safe. So I think I will put a barrier on you. Okay. So I going to cast barrier. Barrier is, it's an easy check, but I want to add defense. So that adds two.
0: Okay. So that makes it a three purple difficulty. And would you I like would, to spend a story point to upgrade? I was
5: about to say, I would like to, since we have what? We've got a few, don't okay. we?
4: We got four. I yeah. Think. So yeah, yeah, I would now, like to go ahead
5: three. and oh. flip that then. Okay. Ready.
0: I am ready. Okay. So Milo, uh, you de- describe what your spell looks like in its in its failure. You you had, uh, one
3: advantage was the final roll. Um. Milo goes to touch, Eris to
5: cast barrier and he feels the magic leave him and he feels the barrier start to form and then he feels it fizzle out and then when that happens he just hangs his head I'm I'm, I'm sorry Eris I, I don't understand I was unable to to put the barrier on you. I just, I, I'm sorry.
3: Well, that's that's all right. Um, <clears throat> I well, mean,
5: it's, it's not all right. I'm supposed to help protect my friends, and and I'm failing at that.
4: Right, but I mean, it's it's not like <laughs> it's not like anything's going to attack us down here you know it's it's just um it's just a uh, it, it it's a technical job we're going to be fiddling with with some magic and uh, changing the ledger it's it's all right it won't it won't be a problem
5: uh, i certainly hope you're right all right i guess well what now i guess we need to find the location of what
3: we're looking for yeah
4: we need to find the uh
3: the projector, I guess. That's what uh, it and, sounds like to me. And the lead and the uh, the, the shipping manifest. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll pass uh,
5: up with my advantage, uh, pass a boost to Eris. Okay. Yeah,
0: Eris will be the next one to go. So yeah, you can just pass a boost to the next roll, which will go to Eris. Okay, uh, we have a regular NPC slot, so we're going to jump back to uh, the fight outside real quick. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, Hob, the uh, the additional group of Warforge, the one that you and Cath have not attacked yet, are going to step up and attempt to whack you. Um, and their check is going to be uh, two yellow, one green. And yeah, they they're going to use their maneuver to move up and kind of surround you, Hob, as they bring their swords out and attempt to subdue you.
1: This is the one that I hit earlier?
0: No, no? no, this is the group that you did not hit.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: So they are at full, full force. Three threat. Okay. So, yeah, they. They get in such a bad position, they circle around you. And Cath, they like rush in because their emotions are high. They thought you were attacking Sigil just as a Warforge. So they rush in, not really thinking of tactics or or anything like that. And so for three threat, I'm going to say they impose a full upgrade on the difficulty of the check of the other group when their turn comes around to attack you and Cath. Okay. Okay. PC slot. So cut back to... Eris and Milo. All right, so what's around us now that we're inside? So, yeah, you're you're able to pretty easily find your way into the quote-unquote control center. Um, you spot, uh, there's, there's what you can assume is the projector. You see a hole in the ceiling um, and some magical runes and glyphs circling it. Uh, you also see kind of an administrative desk that is there uh with paperwork and and things like that in a window that actually looks down onto the loading area, and so yeah, um, one in, in here, yeah, so you spot one person at the administrative desk sitting, and another person is sitting near the the projector seems like they're they're more as a precautionary like if the thing blows up kind of deal, so yeah, that's who you have in here. <clears throat> uh, I'd like
4: to spend a story point and okay. um, declare that we were able to find out. Um, in flashback, we were able to find out the uh the schedule, the the um the employee schedule. Okay, and it's these guys' lunch break.
0: Okay. Very cool. Um, sure. So uh So we're we're
4: their their temporary relief.
0: Yeah, you're their their relief during the event. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's innocuous enough to where I would say just the story point does it, no additional check needed. So yeah, you all walk in and they kind of look at you all anticipatorily, uh you know that feeling when you think, Oh, I think I'm about to get my lunch break, but I don't want to say anything. Right, because if right. they're not here for that, then that's gonna be weird.
4: And Eris will uh will say. All right. Um we'll uh we'll take it from here.
0: Oh, you're 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 here for the for a break? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh we'll be back in an hour or so. All right. You have a good one. Cool. Thanks. I'm and they sure. both hop up and walk out. Okay. So
5: shut the door and um, lock
3: it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Eris says you find the ledger. I'll
0: take care of the machine.
5: Yes, that sounds, sounds like a plan.
0: Okay, Eris. So go ahead and for this turn, give me an artifice check just to kind of Assess the situation, uh, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, it is going to be a hard difficulty. Um, I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade. Okay. And this is, um, I'm not actually messing
4: with the machine here. I'm just, no, you examining just need to, the, yeah, examining things. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause you need to not only disable disrupt the scrying, but also Basically switch it seamlessly to illusion. Right. One advantage. Hmm. So, yeah, this is kind of unlike anything you've encountered before. Uh, There's no, there's no dragon shard to manipulate. There's no like typical Caneth runes on it that you, you're accustomed to, to messing with. This magic seems not not anything that sharn would call normal i don't really understand how this thing works
4: um but well we'll um we'll see see how it goes right <laughs> <laughs> you 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 you'll
3: get there you'll you'll figure it out Okay, what would you like to use the advantage for, Eris? Um... Could pass a boost. You could... Um... Do something mildly narrative. Uh... The,
4: the dude who we just relieved, um,
3: mm-hmm.
4: left behind his,
3: uh, toolkit. Okay. Um,
4: which I will, you know, be able to examine what were the tools intended to use with this ma- machine and, and try and perhaps work
0: A reverse up. engineer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, cut back to the war forge, uh, outside the two remaining that are attacking, uh, Kath and hob They're going to go after Kath, but they do have an upgrade from the three threats on their comrades previous turn. Uh-huh. So it's going to be one red, one purple, uh, against their one yellow, one green. Uh, they're not going to spend a story point to upgrade. Would you like to spend a story point to upgrade the difficulty of their check?
1: I mean, it already has been once, right? Yeah think Kath can handle it.
0: Okay. One failure, two advantage. So <clears throat> yeah, they they are unable to land a hit on Kath. Uh there the other security guards are in the way. They're all just in a big tussle, unable to really navigate what's going on. And uh with the two advantage, though, Kath kind of gets caught up in the tussle. And so she's going to have a setback on her next attack roll. Okay. And the warforged and the warforged over by Sigil are just going to continue to stand guard. So they're not going to do anything. Cool. We're back around to the top of the PC order. uh. So we could uh, and anybody could go at this point. Hob smash stuff.
1: Yeah, let's hit. Um. We've, we've, we've hurt one set of these minions. Let's, let's have Hob go for the other set this time. Okay. Um, no. Okay. Explain to me. It's, I roll, I don't have to claim anything or pay anything for the new Cestus abilities. Simply use advantage after the fact to choose to crit or do a right. move thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. cool. Then I think i just want to do a standard uh cestus brawl punch party here we go unless uh, i guess eric you don't want to upgrade or anything you're not
3: i can't believe i asked that but it only
0: felt fair i <laughs> like hey okay okay pray. three success three advantage so that's a total of nine damage and you have enough to crit, which would outright take out a member of the minion group, or you could activate your item's new ability.
1: Yeah, we're gonna. Hob Hob wants to see what this does. So okay, so uh, Hob is going to come with like a palm strike, like just very like kung fu movie look, because he knows that he feels good about this. Where like the positioning and everything. And he really just wants to look like he just blew this guy back with a palm strike. So the okay. palm strikes directly into his chest. So, so you come in, and one of them,
0: uh, you just take out with like an elbow or something as you're like coming into position. And then the second one, you do the palm strike. Uh, Eris, what does this thing look like when it's in action? When it activates, the, the sequence of glyphs just like comes runs,
4: goes spiraling down the, um, down the straps, uh, and there's just this pulse of energy as it strikes uh, that throws the guy back a few feet.
1: I think okay. when when that happens, because he didn't know what it was going to look like, I think when that happens, Hob Hob's thought process is, well, "It's a bit flashy for me. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just so proud of her for getting it to work. I'm not going to say anything."
0: <laughs> yeah, so Hob. Uh, Go ahead and describe your your action yourself. You not only strike this guy back a full range brand, you actually take out another one in the process. So um so what does that look like in terms of Hobbs fighting style?
3: Okay. Remind me
1: how easily are warforged made whole again? Since they are constructs. I mean I don't want to I mean- do good. They they have like Especially Muscle f- That still works for the cannons pretty closely
0: <laughs> They have like muscle fiber Underneath the metal plating So it's it's very akin to uh, Non-constructs I mean for In mechanical terms like if, if you chop Their arm off it's not like C-3PO screw it back on And, <laughs> well, no, and I didn't it's all
1: Yeah. Okay then I don't want it to be that bad Uh <laughs> <laughs> remember those crash test dummy toys where you push the button in the middle of their chest yeah. and all their parts pop explode yeah uh no I wasn't ever thinking that but um okay I think that he comes through with this palm strike square into the chest of one of these warforged the spiraling and the blasting happens uh can I just say that this warforged had a club sure okay what happens is as he gets blasted back, the full force of the blast, the speed with which he's being blasted backwards, his own weight, is focused into the point of this club that just errantly smacks one of the other one right in the head and drops him. Like, he's holding on to the club and gets blasted backwards and just wangs one of the dudes just slightly behind and to the right of him. Awesome. That's it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, one of them is knocked way back and the other one is uh, real goofed up. So uh, we are now to an allied NPC turn. Do we want to do Kath? I say Kath. Yep. Okay. So Kath has a setback die from the advantage on those Warforged previous uh, turn. And she is going to continue to work on the group that she see Superman punch the one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's going to, I'm not going to spend a story point to make her check more difficult. Would you like to spend one to help her out or no?
1: What's the pool? Um. Uh,
0: she has two yellow, one green uh, against two purple and a black.
1: I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay.
0: Complete complete
1: well, it wasn't, it wasn't, I was wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um sigil is basically detained at this point unless you want them to no, I think attempt to do something. That makes I sense. So
1: I think they know what the best course of action is right now is to yeah. comply for now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um okay, so then the only other allied NPC is Sana. So let's cut back up to the gala. And um Reynard, she's just going to make a a deception check to try and just get Primo set up perfectly for you to 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 come up and and snatch the thing off his belt. So um it's gonna be against his willpower, which is two red, one purple, but he is drunk, so she gets a boost die from that. Uh, her pool is two yellow, one green. So it's basically, she has the boost die, which makes it a little bit more in her favor. Is um,
2: there a, is there a way I could get in there A way you can roll together?
0: That's a combined check, which, uh, wouldn't, because we're in like structured combat right now. Okay. He, it, 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 it's not really an option. Okay. Um,
2: just checking. Cause I do have a rank in deception,
0: but. Yeah, um, you could, uh, use a story point to upgrade her check if you want, but otherwise she is ready to roll.
2: I mean, I think it's a pretty important roll, so. Okay. Let's go ahead and upgrade it.
0: What? uh, Man, we are just swinging for the fences this session. Unreal. One success, two advantage, a triumph, and a despair. already know what's going to (laughs) happen. (laughs) <laughs> should have gotten rid of <laughs> so yeah he you can't hear what she's saying reynard but as you walk over uh you know what game she's playing because you see her hand go up on prima fit's shoulder and slowly slide down to his bicep and uh her hands just resting there as she stands a little bit closer than acquaintances should be standing uh laughing doing doing all that business um and primo is just eating it up and just leaning in such a way to where like his hip with the pack is like cocked out just like achingly easy (laughs) to to come up and and grab um with the two advantage he just took another shot he's (laughs) he's (laughs) <laughs> um yeah yeah let's say the the bartender comes back with the round of drinks that sauna ordered so you'll get uh an additional boost die uh on your check to to pick his pocket um when the time comes and uh the triumph what to do with the triumph <sighs>
4: now can Norson's assistant come over and pull him into a dark, pull him over into a corner to discuss something that went wrong at the lab?
0: Yeah, we could have that be, you take
3: Norsen out of
4: the I mean, obviously that's um, temporarily, I don't want to I'm not trying to like undo something you did with a despair earlier. No, 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 I haven't spent the despair yet, so I meant earlier like earlier Norson appeared with a despair, I'm not, I don't mean like, yeah, take him out of the scene entirely, but for yeah. the moment. Mm.
0: Okay. Just to keep it kind of in fiction and on brand for a Reynard Turnvale scene. Sure, sure. Oh, um, yeah. Of course. Uh, Kipling has finally cornered, uh, cornered Norsen and is just very enthusiastically talking at him about his latest research project and how excited and yada, yada, yada. But Norsen is fully uh, disposed right now, indisposed. <laughs> uh so um okay the despair
3: mm-hmm. hmm hmm
4: i mean it's a Turnvale scene so verla
0: how mean do i want to be um no i'm thinking of well, using the despair in the indicator <laughs> i think of using the despair in another oh i see area oh uh um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I didn't hear you.
2: I said thank god, but then
0: I said sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um cuz here's the thing, I do, like Sana succeeded on her check. So I don't want the despair to be something that blocks Reynard's ability right, right. no, cuz no, no, that was that. what her whole check was. Yeah. Um so I think I know what I have to do. Oh boy. It's just I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Um <laughs> Okay. 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 Um, Milo and
4: Eris. Why do why, why do the things in Reynard's scenes always seem to get on us? <laughs> yeah.
0: To be to be fair, it was hobbs despair last time. That oh, was, was it. Hobbes' despair last time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you're Milo. You're looking all over the desk. Um, Eris, you've got this tool bag, and you hear voices getting louder towards the door. And they're like giggly, laughy voices, giggly, like not voices, yeah. And we you, don't know these guys. That's <laughs> fair. <you, laughs> just they're just gossiping. <laughs> two, two, two bros sharing some rumors and having a giggle, you know. Um. So yeah, you you hear the male voice as it gets louder, it's a male and a female voice. Um, you hear the male voice say, nah, the, I can, I can kick the two schmucks down here, working out of here. We can have some privacy. Don't worry. Crap. Um, and the door comes swinging open and you see, uh, a very like point of order. Chiseled, Didn't yeah. we lock it? I said, shut the
5: door and lock it.
0: I mean, the, I mean, he this person would have a key. A key. Yeah. Um, this person, um, very con- like chiseled jaw, like close cut haircut, very uh, tan Mediterranean, olive skin, um, five o'clock shadow, dark brown. But that's not you see that person initially. And that's not the person that concerns you. Oh, man. The woman with him, happened. the woman oh, with him looks at you two and goes, now, don't I know you? Posey.
1: She goes, no, don't I know you? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I, I was don't posing end. for...
1: She,
4: end sees, of she sees us and says, wait, I got to come back in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Don't I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee all of you would have paid $100,000 to see what I just saw Philip do. <laughs> end of episode. You know how to whistle, don't you? <laughs>
0: Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, head on over to the Facebook group or our discord, which you can find the link to on our website, thegeekpantheon.com. We also have a Twitter and Instagram at thegeekpantheon, and we have a YouTube channel, the geek pantheon, where I put up videos with DM tips and encounter guides and class builds and all other kinds of fun stuff. And if you go into the older videos, Philip has a few that are really cool titled token studies, all about the works of Tolkien. It's nothing to do with Tolkien. It's just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird title. Um, and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the pantheon if you want to join our Patreon community. We have lots of fun tiers like the monthly hangout and the one-shot and all kinds of other fun stuff. So go find a tier that's right for you and join our community. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Once again, I've been your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor.
5: I'm Randy.
1: I'm Jeff. We will
0: see you next time.